Welcome to the New Walsey Theatre Podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Zanna. And I'm Catherine. Come with us behind the scenes where we take you backstage, on stage, front of house and everywhere in between. The show is based on the book by Harvey Fierstein with music and lyrics by Cindy Lauper. The original Broadway production was directed and choreographed by Jerry Mitchell based on the Miramax motion picture Kinky Boots written by Jeff Dean and Tim Firth and presented by arrangement with Musical Theatre International. Today we're talking to Tim Jackson, who is the director for Kinky Boots, which is running at the New Wolsey in September and is a co-production between us and Queen's Theatre Hornchurch. Good to see you, Tim. Um, welcome to the New Wolsey Theatre Podcast. We're so excited for the show. Thank you. and Thank you for having me. It's exciting. First off, can you tell us a bit more about you and how you got into theatre directing? Um, I've had quite a uh, a long route to get here. Um, I always wanted to be an actor and then I decided to uh, get a Go to go and do a degree first. I did a degree in music. And then I went on to drama school after that and was an actor for a little while. And alongside my uh, acting work, I did some choreography and some musical direction. And I think I, I always knew I wanted to be a director and I'd done a fair bit of bossing other people around when I was at school and, <laughs> and trying to sort of take the lead on group projects and stuff like that. And, um, I always had an instinct and I'd worked for years with various different long-time collaborators who let me have a really strong voice in the room and really were very collaborative, which was lovely. And so it's in my head, it was sort of inevitable, but whilst the choreography and the musical direction stuff were going well, I sort of found that that was the route I was going down um, and I was really enjoying it, but I sort of wanted to take it to the another level and get a little bit deeper involved, I guess. And I started doing some associate director work. I was associate director on High Society at the Old Vic. And that sort of opened things up for me in terms of what I thought I could do. Mm -hmm. And I think I'd worked with lots of people um, with different hats on. And so it was sort of easy for people to trust me because they'd been in the room with me. They'd watched me work and they'd sort of listened listened to me work. And and actually it was Doug at New Wolsey, um, who's the chief exec here now, but was at the artist director at Queen's Theatre Hornchurch. I was working with him on Maiden Dagenham. And he said to me, um, well, you should be a director. You should be directing. And I was like, I know, but I, I need to give myself the permission to do that. And he just said, well, go for it. Yeah. Like, I think you should do it. And so it really sort of nudged me in the right direction. Yeah. But I'd had, I think on, on most projects, there'd been a feeling that people had said things in passing about like, at some point you need to be doing that. And so I took the plunge. Yeah, yes, so you always it. wanted to be yeah, a director. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And and I must say, like, from the second that I started doing it, it just felt right. And it's just, yeah, it feels natural and comfortable and makes me really happy. So, yeah, and I found something I love. Yeah, Great. that's brilliant. So you directed Made in Dagenham, um, but you also did The Season, which uh, the New Wolsey produced with Royal and Doangate in Northampton. That was back, that was here in 2019. Yeah, that was a fantastic show as well. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I just to say, I didn't direct uh, Made Dagnum. Doug did, and I choreographed oh, Dagnum. I don't want yes. to take that away from him. <laughs> um, uh, yes, I did. I worked on the season, which is still very much one of my favourite things I've ever done, and I'm sure will continue to be very dear to me. I uh, I took it uh, the wonderful writers Kit Buckin and Jim Barn, um, who are now award winning writers. They I worked with them from a very early stages of their drafts and, and sort of took the process through and then we took it through workshops and workshops and then finally got it on at the Royal and Dungate and and here and it was yeah it was just a huge success and a and a really lovely touching story 
loads of heart, but sort of lots of fun. I just, it was just from start to finish, a lovely experience. The cast were lovely. The team was lovely. It was, yeah, it was a winner. And it's always nice to be back here. Yeah. 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 You spoke a bit about how you um, started directing as well. For those who are looking to maybe become a director, but don't quite know how and where to start, you know, how, how do you get your first job? How do you then get subsequent jobs? Like, how did you get this job, for example? Um, it's an, I, I guess things are changing, but for when I was starting out, I had to do a lot of work um, off my own back for free. So I, I'm a product of Fringe Theatre. So I, I feel like I've played nearly every Fringe uh, venue in London, it seems. But I, I sort of picked, I did all the pubs and uh, all the small studio spaces and, um, and learned that way um, and then had a side hustle. And actually, it, I was lucky enough to be in a long running show in the West End, which meant that I had regular work that was in the evenings and it mm-hmm. le- left my days free for rehearsals. Yeah. I know not everyone um, is gets that sort of financial stability as you're, as you're trying to chip away at stuff. But I feel like there are loads of, there are more initiatives now and there are ways to get people connected into theatre. I've had an assistant on this project who's come from East 15 and that's, I think that's a bit Molly who's great. Uh, it's a way to get your foot in the door. Um, and on a thing like this, I mean, it was, I've worked for both Pete Rowe and Doug Mintel. So they knew me. I think they knew that I would connect with this piece because I do. And yeah, so they came to me. So that's how it came about. I didn't pitch them for this, but um, it was a bit of a no-brainer for me when it turned up. I was very happy to be asked. Yeah, sure. Can you tell us a bit more about Kinky Boots and the, the story without spoilers? But yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so it is the story of a man called Charlie Price and he inherits a shoe factory from his father. It's based in Northampton. And there's a, a four generations have run this uh, shoe factory called Price and Sons. And in recent years, it's been failing. There's been competition from around the world and cheaper um, ver- ways of making shoes. Um, and they're making sort of artisan, sort of very sturdy, steadfast shoes um, in sort of a very traditional way. And so they're, they're trying to work out a way of how to solve this problem of not selling enough shoes and charlie goes to london to see a friend to ask for advice and a bit of help in selling some stock and while he's there he he manages to try and save a drag queen who's getting hassled by some um, members of the public and doesn't turns out the drag queen doesn't need charlie's help at all um and uh and in trying to defend themselves they uh knock charlie out with us by swinging their boot around the head um, <laughs> and and charlie ends up in lola's dressing room and it it becomes clear that if Charlie were to design shoes for drag queens, then that could be a new business route for the factory, sure. and it would save their business. And uh, the the idea being that the drag, especially in this production, the drag queens' boots have to stand up to some quite hard hard dancing, and right. so is to make the shoe, the heels robust enough for some um, for some dancing action, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What can audiences expect from this production? Is it different to previous ones in any way yeah i mean it's we're setting it um now and this is a uh slightly more intimate version than what was done in the west end so uh and on broadway so that was a there were more in the cast and it uh and it, th- this version is a cast of 13 and i'm really reveling in that because the film on which the musical is based has a real intimacy and the factory seems quite small and it's about only a few people just working really hard to make this product. And I feel like we really get that with this smaller ensemble. And I feel like it, 
our eyes have more time with each person. And so we can really hone in on each character and really enjoy them. Yeah. Um, so that's a real perk of this production. Um, and yeah, there's still loads of, there's all the, the, the pizzazz and the song and dance of it. Um, but I'm, I, we're really spending a lot of time with the, the characters and their stories and really trying to find the heart in every single moment that we can. And obviously there's acting musicianship, or oh, I say obviously, but I know it's a, it's a big thing at this theatre and at the Queen's Theatre Hornchurch as well. Um, but uh, yes, we there are acting musicians within the cast. And I, I am always a big fan of that. I, lo- I love seeing live music on stage. I think it's really exciting. And it also, there's, it means there's a c- real connection between all of our actors and the music because they're hearing it all the time. They're, they understand why the music is building the way it is. And they're, they're, the conversation about music is all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the, the music is very, very much part of the plot. And so it's not something that is sort of added on when we get to Sits Probe. It's, it's in the room all the time. And yeah. so it, they're really connecting, which is yeah. wonderful. And how well did you know the show? Or, you know, did you know it well before you started doing this? Or have you found out sort of some surprises whilst you've been working on it as well? I saw the show um, uh, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I sort of listened to the soundtrack and I'd been interested in it as a story, as a queer theatre maker, I wanted to explore it and I felt like this was a opportunity. The show was written 10 years ago and I feel like the world has moved forward in a really wonderful way. And, um, I felt, and so I was, I was drawn to it when I watched it. I, I knew that it was doing positive things, um, in terms of visibility, but I also knew that at the, at the time there were some people who still felt like their representation wasn't being looked at in the way they'd want to. And so I felt like this was an opportunity to, relook at it and 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 reinterrogate the script which is what we've done yeah you spoke a bit about the act musicians what do you think it is about that style of show that just brings it so alive um i think that with any acting musician show there's the virtuosity of being a musician as well as an actor is just really exciting for mm-hmm. an audience and i think that we i mean we have got brilliant musicians but they that doesn't lessen their acting or or vocal skills at all and they they're really incredible across the board and i find that really exciting and i feel like that gives an energy to the other actors and not everyone in the cast is an act musician and some people are incredible dancers and uh, and, uh, and and then the others are there for their music and so there's this sort of shared respect about people's different strengths and talents and yeah. And that I feel like you can feel that on stage. There's a real celebratory nature in the rehearsal room and someone will play something awesome and everyone else will get excited. And there's sort of shared pride, which is lovely. And do you have like moments in rehearsals where, you know, you're, you're taking a tea break, but someone will start playing something and the whole room sort of comes together. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely. And, and I mean, uh, I mean, a lot of the time they're practicing what's in the show in their tea breaks because there's so much music for them to learn. Yeah, sure. But there is, yeah, they, they all have the ability to sort of jam and, and connect with each other and that's really lovely yeah yeah from the director's point of view what would you say is the most interesting thing to work on on this show i've been really interested to explore the the ideas of gender within the piece and uh the and look at the way that it's written and and respect the respect the script for what it is and 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 look at it with that in mind, but also try to find a way to make a show as sort of a gender expansiveness, just with the people who we have on stage and mm-hmm. the way we tell the story and just making sure that everything we're saying, trying to be as respectful and open as possible. So that's been something that's been on my mind all the way through and is on everyone in the room's mind. And we're talking about it all the time and trying to do our best. And 
we can't represent everyone and we can't make everyone feel great. Yeah. I, and uh, but, but although we're trying our best, but I'm, <laughs> sure, but I'm sure that everyone feels different on uh, different feelings on a spectrum. But I'm but there's a lot of thought and care that's gone into how we're approaching this, and I really hope that comes out in the right way. So that's been a big focus of mine. And also, it's just a lot of the time these stories are in musicals are about there are love stories between mm. a couple and this is actually a, lo- a love story between friends and a love story with oneself and connecting with yourself and acceptance of yourself and i think that's been a really nice thing to look at sort of seeing the best in yourself and seeing the best in other people and that's really it's a really satisfying thing to, talk, to discuss in the house room and to share with each other yeah, yeah and a, an important message as well yeah so. it's really important i mean acceptance we all we can all do with being more accepting on whatever level and i think learning from people who are different from you is really wonderful and i feel like this show it gives opportunities all over the place if you mind for them there's always a story to tell about celebrating difference within this script so yeah it's mm-hmm. great. yeah and if you wanted audience members to take one thing from it what would it be i think it would be to be open and to not have any expectations of what other people should or shouldn't be and I feel like we're all on a journey and I feel like I've learned during this process and I will continue to learn and other people are learning and I feel like that's okay. I th- I'd like the message to be, you don't have to get it right, but as long as you're being thoughtful and you're trying mm-hmm. and you're, and you're open, then you're, you're going on down the right path. Yeah. And that's that'd be a nice thing to take away. Yeah. And without giving any um, spoilers away again, what would you say has been the most challenging thing to work on on this show so far? Do you know what? It hasn't... I guess talking about the, like, not challenging, but make, um, we had to work hard with the casting because I really wanted it to be a representative room and for there to be lots of different voices with different lived experiences. Mm. So I guess that was, that was hard and it was a long process. And we met with so many brilliant people, but because there's 13 in the cast, it was really important to try and find the balance. And I think, um, and I'm, I couldn't love the cast more. I really, Mm. really, really love them. And I think they're really talented. And they were all bringing so much of their um, story and themselves to the room. And in that way, we are, we have, we've just got such a rich selections of lived experiences, but it was really hard to assemble those people and make sure that we balanced all the things and that people could play the right instruments and they had the right comedy chops and they could sing this line. Yeah. They, I mean, there's so many expectations within it, within this piece. You, it's a real, uh, there's so much virtuosity within it, um, but we got there. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take? We started in March and we finished in July. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So long. it was a long process. And there were people who we saw right at the very beginning who we knew we loved. Right. And, but it's a, with all act musician things, it's such a matrix. So there's loads and loads of different options and different permutations of the cast that could work. But the second you put someone there, you're like, oh, but they, then we need this instrument and we need that instrument. And so yeah. it's, um, yeah, there, it was a long process. But, um, I've also met loads of amazing people who are not in the show, which I'm really pleased about. Who, who hopefully I'll get to work with in the yeah, future yeah. because it, they, we were we we were bathed in talent. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. And the show is it's big, isn't it? You know, musically, uh, it's a big title. The the set and everything is that quite scary or is that exciting? Uh, it's completely exciting. I love scale. I really I like revel in it. I I feel like that's where my strengths lie I guess because I'm used to seeing things in big spaces mm-hmm. and I've worked on sort of big operas and and with big companies so I I see I find it 
fine to see big big stuff so i and i enjoy that and i enjoy yeah. thinking about how we can stretch things and it doesn't necessarily have to be big in terms of cost or in terms of um scale into like numbers and things like that isn't just in terms of like how imaginative you can be and and how brave you can be and i i love that and thinking well let's turn it on its head or let's think of it like this or uh, i love it i absolutely love it i'd much rather there was a when working on something that, that there's an openness within the script so that you can like bring your own flavor to it rather than being like this is exactly how it's done and this is what the set looks like and this is where the, there is a door stage right and there is a, there is another door up stage left and that's fun but i i love the idea of just starting from scratch and yeah. and having something to play with and if you had to pinpoint exactly why the show is so iconic what would you say um i think the tunes are bangers like I, yeah. and there's no question to that and i think the script is i've got some really really surprising moments of heart when you've had all these jokes and laughter and then all of a sudden it sucker punches you and all of a sudden you you're knocked out by something really moving um and i think that's so i think it is what the piece is itself and the story itself is is really moving and powerful and is still relevant um it just has a different relevance to it now than it did 10 years ago but it's yeah. still but i i think that's what makes it so great is it's just a story about um bravery and learning and i think those stories are always really satisfying mm. yeah i was going to ask for a reason as to you know another reason as to why people should come and see it but i think you've said pretty much all that needs to be well, said out i do should come see it because it's hopefully going to be great i mean <laughs> but it, it certainly feels like it's 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 on a really nice path and path at the moment we're quite a long way through rehearsals and um and yeah we've it's going really well so yeah i think it's going to be a banger we are so excited and uh, the rain has just started pouring you can probably hear this <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah the, the rain has just started pouring above us but um yeah we we were so excited um, i think you know there is a real buzz online about the show you know everything we we put out on social media it just gets so many reactions to it everyone that we speak to here about it it's always when's kinky boots looking forward to that i've got my tickets already so uh, yeah we're so, so you know, excited for that. Um, thank you for giving us your time today. Not at all. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been really great to chat to you today. Thank you for giving us your time. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to opening in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. For those wanting more information about the show, there are more details on our website at walseytheatre.co.uk where you can also book tickets or you can give us a call on 01473 295 900. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends about us and give us a share on social media. If you'd like to get involved with our podcast, please drop us an email to podcast at woolseytheatre.co.uk. We have a full and exciting programme of shows, activities and events throughout the year. For more information, visit our website at woolseytheatre.co.uk or call the box office on 01473 295 900. The New Woolsey Theatre is a registered charity and relies on funding partners, investors and donations. We gratefully acknowledge the support of Arts Council England, Suffolk County Council and Ipswich Borough Council. This podcast is for entertainment purposes, is produced and managed by our friends at pubtalk.co.uk and is the copyright of the New Wolsey Theatre.